This is Dr. E, the Life Savage Queen. And of course, this particular podcast is going to be a little different because this podcast consists of just me. Now, don't get it twisted. I do have other people speaking in future podcasts and they're already ready to go to get out to you. But I felt like I needed to take a pause just to have a conversation with you because there's a few things that I want to bring to the forefront. And there was a few questions that came my way. With that being said, the first thing I want to make you guys aware of is the gun laws that are changing. I know that some of you are aware, but I just want to point out a few things. As of September the 1st, the federal gun laws would change where, you know, people would be able to just carry within the state that they live in. And please keep in mind, it's the state that you live in. So check your state laws. They're looking for a lot of people to get in trouble see, because of the fact that we don't look a little deeper sometimes. And these gun laws only allow you to carry within the state that you reside. Don't do not confuse this to think that you can take those same guns outside of your state. Now, of course, Dr. E is not promoting guns by any means, but what I don't want to happen is you guys to get caught up out there for those of you who safely conceal carry. And so make sure that you're just doing the right things and you getting what you need in order to conceal carry if that is what it is that you're looking to do. Just make sure that you cover yourself. Again, Dr. E is not promoting guns at all. However, I know that some of you is just a means to make sure that you're okay and with that being said just make sure you're following the rules and don't get it twisted to think that everybody can just walk around and carry and put it in your car ride out of state or anything like that because you will get caught up and so I just don't want anybody behind bars or anything like that unnecessarily just because they're trying to travel down the road maybe and protect their family members um, along the journey as they travel okay another thing is now we're at the fall and there's a lot of things that changed during the fall kids that went back to school adults that went back to college and then on top of that companies are starting to tighten down to say hey we need y'all to come on in and get back serious because we have things that we need to roll out before the end of the year and going into the new year so with that being said I just want to encourage you as you start your new journey since it's the fall time and just let you know that you can do it everything will be okay take a deep deep breath try to start as strong as you can so that you can end strong and so that you don't stress yourself out along the journey also we all know unemployment had changed a while back with that said look at those coins and see if you need to get ready to get back to work I know a lot of people have been a little slow-mo on that because get caught
caught up and enjoying spending time with family. Some things had came across my screen indicating that there's more jobs out there than people working. And please understand that we need everybody back to work as much as possible for those of you who can, because as you see, you know, we can't hardly get a hold of things. And I guess the one thing we can say is that companies are starting to realize how much they need the people who work for them because you cannot function, you cannot make money. We can't have what we need, though, even within our communities, if people are not there in order to make things happen. Of course, we want to be safe. And of course, Dr. is not trying to tell everybody, hey, forget about COVID, because as we can see, the cases have been rising. For those of you who have gotten your shots, kudos to you. For those of you who have not, you know, I urge you, just like everyone else, even those who have gotten their shots, to just be very careful out there because people are still dying from COVID but just be very very careful out there in these streets I know again people going back to school going back to work life is just starting to pick up I think that's because people are starting to realize that COVID is around and if we as a community don't do what it takes in order to make sure that we're secure then this thing will continue to take us out take loved ones out and we want to just make sure that we keep ourselves safe and we keep our loved ones safe some people say I've had COVID Dr. E and I've survived it but please keep in mind that everybody is not surviving it so just make sure that even if you feel like you are right just have a heart for somebody else okay please just have a heart for somebody else anyway I want to get into some of the questions that were sent my way and just try to address that and hopefully in addressing these questions because I've noticed the ones that came my way focus a little bit more on me and my journey but hopefully within talking about my journey I can be a help to those of you who listen and follow me so I'm going to read out the questions to you and I'm going to try to answer them in an authentic manner so you can just know where I'm coming from in this moment and in, in this season of my life. The first question that came across to me was, when did you decide that counseling was an area you wanted to serve in? I found that to be a very good question. I don't know if it was just that I, I decided that counseling was it. I think that it had always been it. What I try to explain to people a lot of times when they're in conversation with me about finding a purpose is a lot of times you walk in your purpose. You walk in your purpose from the time you come out your mom's womb and you start to grow and learn and get accustomed to your environment. I just think that whoever you are, you function in it. That's the reason why it's so hard a lot of times for us to see who we are because of the fact that it comes so naturally. Whatever it is that you do, whatever it is that you're about, you don't struggle in it because it's you. I'm not saying that there's not moments where it doesn't feel challenging, but just about you recognizing it. Some people are like, Dr. D, I don't see it. I don't know what it is. It's twisted, but sometimes you can pay attention to the people around you because the people around you will kind of show you and tell you what it is. In other words, they call upon you for it. It's interesting how people outside of us can see us better than we can see ourselves. So a lot of times they are leaning up on the gifts and talents that we hold that we don't even realize we're holding because they can see it. Think about how many times you look at someone else and you're able to tell them about themselves and what they hold and what it is that you see that they're capable of doing. I just ask for you to step outside yourself and take a look at yourself for yourself. But for me, I feel like more so was a call and it was something that I function in all the time. I can do it anywhere. It doesn't have to be something that's always formal. Counseling for me can happen in the grocery store, on the side of the road, at school. I mean, it can happen anywhere because I'm always talking with people and I'm always trying to help people and elevate people. So somewhere in there, I feel like I'm always serving when it comes to counseling because it's natural for me. I go into that mode just up front. A lot of times when you see singers go to church or you go somewhere where even at an event and you see a singer they don't have to already be prompt to come on stage realistically you see a singer in the 
in the audience, a true singer in the audience, you can call for them. You can say, hey, can you come up and give us a song? And then they can just go straight into it because that is who they are. And that's exactly what it is that they call to do. They know who they are. They know what gifts they have. And then they're able to function in it. It comes so naturally where the rest of us may struggle that particular area. The second question that came to me was, when did you decide that you wanted a doctorate? Did it impact a lot of the other areas in your life? I decided I wanted a doctorate when I realized I could have. In other words, I want to encourage people to step outside the box, step away from just your regular environment and take the time to look at other environments that's not too far from the environment that you're in. In other words, I decided I wanted a doctorate when I saw that there were other African-American women with it. Believe it or not, the percentage of African-Americans in general that have doctorate is very low compared to, you know, other ethnicities or other races who go and get doctorates. So the realization is that I wanted a doctorate once I saw that there was other people who looked like me who had it. And once I was around other people that had it, I realized, oh my gosh, I could have this too. And so I felt like I've already accomplished the bachelor's and a master's. And I felt, I felt like why not go for the doctorate just because I was able to see that it is possible for me to have it and sometimes you have to go so that you can see where you can get a different vision so you can know what is available to you I had a cousin of mine that used to tell me you want to know how to golf you go hang around golfers I thought about that and I said you have to put yourself in the environment in which it is that you want to go however some kind of way Dr. E stumbled into it and I was so happy for the stumble because after I stumbled I held my head up and I took a look at the surrounding that I was in and I noticed okay wait a minute I want to do that too it did impact my life in other areas it did because once I realized I could it was a reminder what I was already taught I I let people know up front probably the worst thing that could have ever been said to me that was by parents was that you can do anything you set your mind to you can be whatever you want and I'm like oh man why in the world did they take the time to tell me something like that and then to get out in the world even though I went through a lot of challenges to get out into the world and really realize oh man it's true what my parents have said to me growing up it was validated uh, by watching other people I'm like it's true look at look what people are doing I can do it too there's no difference between you and anyone else in other words if they can have it you can have it too you just got to put your mind to it you got to say you got to know that you can have it because if you don't know nobody else is going to tell you I was lucky enough to have parents at a young age at my young age in life to tell me hey you can have it you can do it you can do whatever it is that you want to do even without knowing what it was it was going to be or what it was going to be at that time so I just want to encourage you to say hey yeah you can do it the next question that came was if you weren't a therapist what other profession do you think you would have chosen Ooh, let me see Dr. E felt like she could have been a lawyer or a judge but anyway I felt like I could have went into law And the reason why I would have went into law is for the same reason in order to, you know, serve people in the community because then I would have wanted to go up and advocate for for them, any injustice that I felt like was done. So I would have, that's a part of the fight, the fight that I have for me, the fight I have for others, the fight I have for life. I would have wanted to be be an attorney just so that I could go up and help people. And even not too long ago, I thought about being an attorney just so that I can have the knowledge so that I can better serve those those who come and connect with me and need my help because my thing is that I want people to 
be able to succeed in this world. And a lot of times we have challenges and we have people that come against us or put us in situations or we even find ourselves in situations that we say, okay, I I, I never do this one again. And so I felt like if I would have went to be an attorney, I would have been able to help other people out the little pickles that they found themselves in. The next question is about me being creative. It says, what are your hobbies? And do you have a favorite hobby? I don't really consider myself creative, yet I do. So in other words, if you put a paintbrush in Dr. E. Hand, she can't paint a thing. There's so many other people. I can't put a tune together, anything like that. When I think of creativity, I think of those individuals. Man, I have met people that can just be bored, close their eyes and just paint something. And it can be one of the most beautiful pieces you could ever view. But I see myself creative in the fact that I'm life creative. I find things to engage in for my life is concerned and I design and orchestrate my life. And that is something that if I can teach a person anything, I would teach them to be the creator of your life. In other words, design it the way you want it to be, not according to how somebody else it should be, but how you visualize it and how you see it because you can, because that goes back to one of the previous questions you can have have it you can do it I just think that when it comes to creativity the only way that doctor is creative I feel like it's a life creative that just means that if I set my mind to something I do what it takes in order to achieve it you know at least I try not saying that there may be times where it won't go my way but either way I'll at least try it because I want to try to design my life the way I want it to live the way I want and have the things in my life that I want my hobby is working and And when I say that, I'm saying working on whatever new idea or thought that I have. If I was going to talk about something a little bit lighter, it'd be like watching old movies. I feel like you have to have a passion for whatever it is that you do in your life. So when it comes to what you do for a living or what you do on the side or whatever the case may be, that should be one of your hobbies. Also, a portion of that should be because it's something that you always want to engage in and put your hands in and think about because it's a natural part of you. I don't know. You tend to function in that. There always need to be some self-care. So with that being said, you have to have something that is going to put your mind at peace. So something that's outside the box, you know, something that's going to put your mind at peace, like a movie, going for a walk. These are things that most counselors would also consider like a coping skill, just something to break away. So when you get back to that thing that you're passionate about, you have the space, the energy, the drive in order to make it happen. So I think that is very important. It says, what do you do to relax? Either I'm sleeping or I'm looking at the water. I'm looking at the water because the water gives Dr. E.P. No matter what it is that's going on in your life, you got to have a moment of just peace. So you have to put yourself in a space, wherever that is, that just brings you peace. It also calms my mind. One of the biggest tricks that we can even play on ourselves is to allow everything that we have to deal with run through our mind all at the same time. We have to find ways to sort things out. Believe it or not, if you break it up and you sort it out, you can kind of deal with things better. So a lot of times, if I'm looking at the water, I'm able to go one by one through the things that are occurring in my life. And then I'm able to see them clear while while taking those deep breaths along the way or through the thoughts. And so breaking it down in chunks, and that's something, even if you deal with anxiety, you find yourself just, you say, oh, you know, not necessarily anxiety, doctor. But I stress a lot. 
My thing is, however you want to call it, try to break it up a little bit. Take your piece of paper, put it in blocks or something, you know, work over here, family over here, whatever the case may be. Or if it's multiple things within family, try to break each thing down. I mean, deal with one thing at a time. You know, you'd be surprised how after you make decisions on one or two things in your life, seems like some of the rest of that stuff in your life will kind of line up. But you have to be able to sort it out to see what's important, what need to come first, second and third, so that the rest of the things in your life can line up I mean that's kind of what I try to do the next question is what is the biggest challenge or hurdle that you completed I don't even know how to take that question the reason why is because there's so many ways I can take it I can take it as simple as oh yeah you know completing my education or starting a business or something like that but I think for me the biggest challenge I had was making a decision that I was going to live life the way I wanted to I think that was probably the biggest biggest challenge for me breaking away from what other people wanted me to do or how they wanted me to dress or how they wanted me to speak or in things of that nature and just getting to a point of being okay with me and accepting me just the way I am I try to explain a lot of times that it is very hard to live up to somebody else's expectation the unfair part about it is that they can change the bar on you at any time so even though you may feel like you're making the cut they can switch it up on you. With that being said, I think the biggest challenge was saying, hey, Dr. E, you do not have to please anybody else but yourself. If you are happy with you, then that's all that matters. And so the word that I'm going to give to each one of you is as long as you're happy with you. A lot of times we have to think about our reasoning in doing things. And if you can look at the reason you're doing something and say, this is strictly for me, this is something I desire for myself or something that I want to do, then go for it. But if you look at it and any part of that is because of what somebody thought you should do or what they said or they'll be disappointed in you, whatever the case may be, then I want you to take that and reevaluate that. Now, if you're saying that it, it rides both lines, that's a whole nother conversation. But just make sure that you are being authentic to yourself and that you're doing what it is that you want to do. One of the, the biggest hurdle is being OK with me. I have been in several situations where advancement was a problem. And unfortunately, it was because of the color of my skin. <laughs> unfortunately, even today, I run into situations where I can be sitting at a table and I could be the only African American. And a lot of times everybody else will be doctor this and doctor that and they'll come to me and then they'll call me by first name. And I'm thinking, what happened to the respect? And why didn't I deserve it? Considering that a lot of times I feel like I have worked harder in my life to achieve certain things, but people way of seeing things. And that's not only by other races. A lot of times that's even by my own. So I think this challenge is just finding a way to earn the respect. Respect is given. You can't make anybody give you respect, but to earn the respect out here in my industry, um, in, in the things I've accomplished in my life and just as, as a person. So I think that's been one of the biggest things is in working hard, realizing that I work hard. People may recognize it. They may not, but I have to be okay with what it is that I'm doing no matter what. Again, that is in not pleasing other people, but doing what I need to do to make sure that I'm satisfying to myself. The next question says a goal can be overwhelming. How do you accomplish them? Again, I break them down. 
I look at what need to what need to come first, what need to come second. You know, I think about if the goal mine or if if in, and it's a part of what I'm trying to do completely, or it's just something that somebody else have put on me. And if it's something that somebody else has put on me, then I try to shave that off. You know, and then I also try to make sure that my goal makes sense, but has something to do with the bigger plan. And then I set time frames for myself. So I guess you go through the SMART goals, you know, to make sure that it has a purpose that is measurable and that you got a time frame in, in getting it done, then you're pretty much okay with no matter what goal it is that you're trying to accomplish. The next question say, what are three values you live by? Oh boy. You know what? My One of my biggest things is honesty. Man, Dr. E got to think about that. I, I feel like no matter what, and I tell the people around me, no matter what, I can stick by you as long as you're honest with me, even when you're wrong or things are not going quite the way you want them to be. And so one of the things that one of my values is honesty. I make it a point to be honest with people. So I value honesty in relationships that people try to develop with me and relationships that I try to develop with other people. Also that family take care of family. That's another value of mine. Now, don't get me wrong. We have different tiers of family. We got some family we never say a word to. They never say a word to us, but we know that they family. And then we have some family that we got the every now and then relationship. And then we have some family that's just the hub. That is the family that we are with most of our time. We're spending most of our time with. And so when we talk about those family members, no matter what, we have to find ways to have each other back without bringing each other down. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes we have family. They make decisions that can hinder another family member. And we have to be careful about not allowing other family members' decisions to hinder us. But at the same time, you will hope that the family member themselves would also take the time to make sure that they're not making decisions that go beyond them and that would hinder those whom they also love. And then my last one, and probably like everybody will know this one, I value hard work. I believe that if you work hard for it, you should have it. A lot of people just want things handed to them. And there's a value in working hard for it. First of all, if you work hard for it, you can always obtain it because you know how to get it because you worked for it. The other part about it is that when you work hard for it, you value what it is that you worked hard for. It's not so easy for you to throw it away or disregard it because you know what it took in order for you to to have it. So I believe that if you are looking to have things and then the other part of it is it helps with your self-esteem and your self-worth because you get a chance to challenge yourself and see what it is that you can do. So I believe that hard work. So I, I value that. I, I value hard work and I believe that is just a plus all the way around. Now, of course, I'm not telling people to go out there, work yourself to death, make time for nothing else. Everything about you need to be work, 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 work. In other words, I'm not singing a Rihanna song to you. What I am saying is that if you want it, don't be afraid to do what it takes to go get it. This is in a positive manner, of course, you know, don't don't be afraid to go work hard for it because it's something about the smile you can put on your face when you know you put in what it took to get whatever it is that you was after. You know, everybody else just can't have it. They can't have it. Why? Because they didn't put the work in for it. What is the most impactful advice you have received? 
Oh man, to be yourself, be yourself. I think that that was the most impactful advice I could have. Just just do you and be yourself. The reason why that was so impactful is because the individual that told it to me, he's passed away now. He was correct. You can only be somebody else for so long. And so to even put yourself through it, I mean, that can lead to disappointments trying to be somebody else. So it's important to be yourself. Since I'm into building relationships, you know, my thing is this, you don't know if a person really accepting you for you if you're not being yourself so you want to know like, like this is it can you hang with me just the way I am another thing is that you want to make sure you fit where you're going in other words everything about you should make room for you so if you being your authentic self and the door is open then you already know that you being you is enough and you have what it takes in order to move in that in that arena in that area or that door that opened for you so I think that just being yourself all the time being authentic to yourself was probably the most impactful advice I had received did you apply that advice Advice. absolutely absolutely how I do it a lot in my therapy I'm just a human being just like everybody else even though I am a therapist I think a lot of people feel like they're in a particular position then all of a sudden you know, other things about them stop no I'm a human being just like everybody else. And so when I speak to individuals, I speak from one, a book perspective, but I also speak from an experience perspective because, you know, I have thoughts. I have things that happen in my life. I have, I experienced things. I've been through things. I'm still going through things. I mean, like I am a human being. And so what I'm hoping that everybody is gathering from what I'm saying is not that Dr. E has flaws, but that we all have flaws and we all human. And no matter where you feel like you are in life, please understand that there's going to be moments where you might doubt yourself or question where you are or what you're doing, where you might get sad or you might feel anxious or stressed or you might make a mistake. And my thing is the biggest thing I can tell you is to forgive yourself because you can only be you no matter what it is always make sure that you provide some type of grace to yourself because again we are all human we all make mistakes we all you can guess ourselves we all second guess other people I don't know we have positive and negative experiences so please understand that it's important again to utilize the advice that I was given and that I'm giving to you which is to be authentic to yourself do you have challenges with motivation if so how do you overcome unmotivated days a week oh boy I feel like that's a trick question the reason why is I feel like I'm self-motivated that's what one side of me want to say doctor you want to say listen I'm self-motivated I'm motivated myself hype myself up I'm my own flavor flame you know <laughs> like I just feel like you know I'm my own hype man but the other side of me want to say you know yes in those unmotivated days I talk to friends or other support systems that I may have and I guess most of all I allow myself to have those days because I think they exist for everyone but the thing about it is with anything is how long you allow those days to dwell at some point you have to be able to speak to yourself and remind yourself about who you are and what you're capable of doing and you also have to remind yourself of, of the importance of what you do and how what you do go beyond you and how it end up impacted those around you. Believe it or not, even if you're unaware about how impactful you are, trust me, trust Dr. E, you're impactful because there's something about who you are or what you're doing 
that's impacting somebody else's life. And if you're motivated, you know, making sure your part is done, then at some point, even after having those unmotivated days, you'll find yourself getting up again, renewing. So just take a moment, have those days when they exist or those weeks, but do what it takes within that season. Because you have to learn you. You know what gets you going or provides you the energy that you need. Now, if I was going to add on to that, I would say don't allow unnecessary things or people to drain you where you can't take care of the things you need to for yourself. Be careful about that. Because sometimes people will put you in situations where they will lean on you and have you invested in the things that they want you invested in that has nothing to do with you nor will benefit you and sometimes won't even benefit them because they may not even utilize your advice or the resources that you provide. So be careful about allowing other people to drain you where you find yourself so exhausted or so stressed out that you're feeling unmotivated to do the things that you need to do for yourself. It's a trick. It's a trick, y'all. Be careful. Be careful and make sure that you safeguard yourself and you keep the energy that you need for yourself so that you can continue to move yourself forward. Those are the questions that was dropped to me. And I felt like I always spend a lot of time and I will continue to spend a lot of time providing you information from professionals within the community just in case you can glean from that and get information that you need so you can make better life decisions and so you can line yourself up because that is a goal of mine is to get as much information out so you can line yourself up and so you can provide it to other people so that they can line themselves up but in the midst of that I thought this was a good opportunity I just felt like it was a good opportunity to speak with you and just talk with you just about life and hoping that I am being helpful during this um, podcast and this downtime so hopefully um this was a helpful podcast and just and to provide some insight and I just encourage you to be authentic to yourself be who you are own it love you no matter how or what anybody else think do what's best for you set the goals that you want to set for your own life and move forward in that if you have any questions for me welcome to DME I'm on Facebook and of course I'm on Twitter, but DM me on Facebook so at the uh, Life Savvy Queen. So at the Life Savvy Queen, you will get Dr. E. That's me. You'll see me there. So at the Life Savvy Queen, and you can DM me any questions you may have, and I will add them so that on one of these next podcasts, I can answer them for you so that I can help you in any way that I can. Again, this is me, Dr. E, the Life Savvy Queen. I'm out. Thank you for tuning in to Encouraging Your Dreams with Dr. Eastland. If you would like to reach out to Dr. Eastland, please email her at info at guidingcreativeminds.org. We also encourage you to follow Dr. Eastland on both Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with what's going on. Thank you.